In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Do you want your marriage to last a lifetime? Mm. How badly do you want that? If you want to guarantee your life with your wife will be forever, start praying with her regularly. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I am Jim Ramos, here with my co-host, and the producer of this show, Dale Culver. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Hey, um, want to push those guys over to our website? Yes. Get a copy of my new my free book. Yes. We got a new book coming out in a couple months. Super excited about that. I can't wait. But also, wait. we want to. Yeah, it's good. I'm. This is a really. I'm excited about this book. Anyway, want to make sure we let our guys know. Hey, guys, send us stories. Your hero stories. Stories. Send us stories about how this ministry has impacted your life. We will celebrate those with you, send you some swag. And so make sure you hit us up at info at menandarena.org. Uh, but we got to jump in. This is our Equipping Men in 10. So, Dale, do you have a man law for me? Yeah, I just want to tell the guys out there, do not quit your job just because your feelings got hurt by somebody. You know somebody who did that? Oh, dude, this happens all the time. But Soft. I just want to say, view your job as a ministry, guys. View your job as a ministry, and if you're a Christian and you're a praying man and you have decisions in life to make, like, new jobs, I would think you would pray first before quitting and going somewhere else. And if God has called you to go to that place, then you're there for a reason. And so look at it with that mindset. And I know some people go, well, there's just no way this could be a ministry. Well, here's the deal. My friend Kurt Stone had a great quote the other night we were doing Bible study. He said, listen, those people out there that are different from you, they're not your enemy. They're yeah. captives of the enemy. Mm-hmm. So that boss out there, he's not your enemy. He's a captive. So, man, guys, we need to have a different mentality. Yeah. This whole quitting, moving on, I, this just it makes me want to puke, quite frankly. I just <laughs> We're so soft, and we throw in the towel so fast. That's why I appreciate you, Dale. You, you're, not, you're a hang-in-there guy. You keep rolling and rocking and rolling. And, and uh, man, I get I'll lots tell you of what, counseling. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Well, good. Uh, don't don't come to me because I don't want to help you. <laughs> anyway, so hey, I want to dive into the meat of the podcast today because you know, speaking of quitting, I want to talk about marriage. Yeah. And man, you know, uh, statistically, people will argue the statistics, but between thirty-five to fifty percent of couples today get divorced. Uh, we're going to have uh, Ron Deal back on our podcast. 
We've already recorded the episode where he talks about the smart stepdad. And in that, he says one-third of couples getting married today who have never been divorced are starting with a blended family. In mm-hmm. other words, there's a child that was born out of wedlock. 40% of children today are born out of wedlock. So we have all of these kids being born into a step type of environment. So we have a lot of this going on. But I want to talk about this because if 35 to 50% of people are getting divorced, what would you say, Dale, if I told you that there was one thing that couples could do, and if those couples did that one thing, they would get divorced at a rate of one out of every 1,153? I think of the great prophet M.C. Hammer. That's why we pray. Too legit to quit? That's why oh. we pray. Oh, Praying together. Know. You mean he had more than one hit? Oh, anyway. <laughs> but so, so yeah, pray. You're absolutely, you hit the nail on the head. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's be really open for our yeah. guests. So uh, I can go first or you can go for, first. How much, how often do you and Heather pray together? Be honest. I would say four to five nights a week. My, my goal is every single night. But she has taken a part-time job, and so sometimes she comes to bed, and I'm passed out. So you guys pray before you go to bed at night? Yeah. So uh, my I wife pray and for I... Her, pray for our kids, pray for our family, That's pray really for, good, you know, if we're wanting to buy a new vehicle or something else or quit my job or whatever, we pray about quit these things. Quit your job? Yeah, because my boss Didn't you like, just have a man law about that, you That's, softy? That's why you pray. Wait, it is snowing, but it's snowing in here. It's snowing in this room. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just kidding, man. So uh, Shannon and I, because of our flight attendant thing, we are so awesome. We were doing it like every morning, like you know, four or five mornings a week. And yeah. uh, honestly, we pray together once or twice a week. We just don't do it that much anymore wow. because of her schedule. So you win. You dominated me right there, baby. Yes. So hey, we'll send you some swag. How about that? Thank you. But, but I mean, but that's an area we need to grow in. Right. So Gallup poll revealed that the, the divorce... Gallup poll revealed that the divorce rate of couples who pray daily together is one out of every 1,153. And I took that out of Paul Friesen's book, Loving Your Wife Like Christ When You Ain't No Jesus. (laughs) And so in that book, he lays out a couple key points. I want to give you guys five tips. And again, I can do a lot better in this area as well. Five tips to praying with your wife, all right? Do you, well, maybe you can nail them, Dale. You're pretty good at this. Give me one. What's a tip? Let's see if your tip is the same as my tip. Uh, well, I think you got to make a rhythm of it and it, like put it down in the calendar, um, in a place, have a place and a time, and and you need to communicate that to each other and agree to it. Okay, stop. You you just hit two or three just now. So yes, <laughs> number one, guys, listen. Pick a time and place. So my wife and I, when we would pray, when we pray, she's getting ready for work. And well, it's now she gets ready for work at two in the morning. You're but, sitting on the toilet. But before she would get ready for work, I would sit on the toilet, read her the Bible, and pray while she's putting her makeup on. But when she gets up at two in the morning, I'm sleeping, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. so pick a time and place. So your time and place is in your bed before you go to bed. Is that what I'm hearing? Holding hands. Holding hands in bed. That is so cute. It is. That is so cute. So here's another one. Number two, do not get upset if you miss a day. Yeah, I feel guilty, but I'm just hoping she's not upset at me because I missed. Yeah, but here's the deal. You're going to miss. Yeah. It's like reading your Bible. You're going to miss a day. Just go to the next day. I just it's see okay. the value, so yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Number three, and you already mentioned this one, decide ahead—well, I think you did—decide yeah. ahead of time who will do what. 
Oh. So what, what's the rhythm? You said rhythm. I just grab so, her hand and start praying, and, and I get done, and she says, amen. So our rhythm is I read to her, and then I say, okay, honey, what are some prayer requests on your heart? And then I share mine, and I pray over it. She usually wants me to pray, because she's usually putting makeup on or something. So I will pray. And we usually have a specific set of things we pray for, people that we love or know who are hurting, and our family. So yeah. how about you guys? Do you have a, a little I listen routine? to her during the day, and so I'm very intuitive. Dude, and so uh, then I just pray for it's those not, things. It was snowing about. in here, and now there's a bunch of BS flying around. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Come she, on. She talks to me all the time, like, I'm hurting, or this person's hurting. So you just pray for t- her? And so I No, I pray for her, and I pray for the kids, because we talk about them as well. And then if you know somebody came up that we were talking about that struggling with something or whatever, yeah, we'll pray for them too. Cool, man. That's awesome. So uh, decide ahead of time who will do what and when. And then the number four is be realistic about your prayer life. What do you think I mean by that? Be realistic as your expectations? Yes. Yeah, don't like freak out on yourself when you don't. Yeah, and just... Be realistic about everything. How often you're going to do this thing? Yeah. I think if you've never, I think prayer is like working out. If you've never, if you don't work out regularly, don't try to go to the gym five days a week. Mm. Go one day a week, and then once you go one day a week, and you get into a rhythm, then go twice a week. So be realistic about how this is going to play out, right? right? So Shanna and I, our goal should be let's get into a consistent rhythm. So we could say something like we're going to pray at. Seven in the morning or six in the morning, and even if you're at the airport, I'm going to call you and we're going to pray over the phone. Something realistic, right? So we want to be realistic. For us to jump into seven days a week is never going to happen. Well, if you have sex more than you pray, you should probably just make a rule that you pray before sex or during. Or I've got a friend who plays yeah. to, prays during sex. Uh, Hebrews thirteen five. Do not let the marriage bed be impure. So, or keep the marriage bed pure. So I know guys that do that, That's but I'm too busy about way. thinking other yeah. things. So number five is, and I thought this was really interesting, number five was no preaching allowed. This is not your time oh. to preach at your wife through prayer. Pray for her attitude. You know, No praying about your wife in front of your wife. <laughs> Pray with your wife. I don't know why this podcast is so much fun. I, I feel like we've crossed a line, but I think we're going to go go and post it anyway. So guys, I hope that helps you. But the bottom line is this, guys. Do you want your marriage to last a lifetime? Mm. How badly do you want that? If you want to guarantee your life with your wife will be forever, start praying with her regularly. Yes. Dale, what's up, man? Drive us home. Yeah, guys, we want you to go on over to meninthearena.org and get your free book. And also, we'd love to hear from you guys out there, the the things that have been uh, impactful for you and your your journey, and if that's because of some the podcast or any materials that we have, we'd love to hear from you. So shoot us an email at org. Fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. 
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.